Ketubot, Dav Aintet, Masechet dedicated by Elia Chash in honor of his wife Esther. Eslachar Abba lechol bene beto. So we're in the Ayn Chet Amud Bet, and we are up to the bottom of the Amud. Rabbi Shimon Cholek ben Nechasim. So we said that Rabbi Shimon makes a chiluk between different types of Nechasim. Nechasim that the husband knows about. So if he knows about the item, then the lady can't sell it. But if he doesn't know about the item, then the lady can sell it. So the Gemara says, What's considered assets that are known and what's considered assets that are unknown? So the first answer is, assets that are known is real estate. Because usually real estate has a call people know about. Therefore the husband will find out about it. But metal tadin, she could hide. And therefore, metatlin is considered enam yiduim. Because sometimes metatlin, also the husband can find out about So what's considered en yiduim? Even if it's a piece of real estate, but it felt her in a different country. Let's say she has a relative uh, overseas somewhere, and she inherited. So that he doesn't know about because it's not a local uh, inheritance, and that's considered devarim she'enam So he, he makes the haluk between whether it's local or overseas. Tanya Namiache, we have a bright to support this. Elohen She'en Yiduim, these are the She'enam Yiduim, these are the assets that are considered unknown. Kol Shiyoshevet Khan, Venafludan, Nechasim, Medina, Tayam. Therefore, the assets fell from somewhere overseas. Ayyatita, story. De Ba'ya de Tabrehinu, Nenechse, Megabre. So she wanted, she was going to get married, and she didn't want the husband to uh, take the asset. Because again, Nixim Medlo goes in and she, he, the husband gets to eat perot. She didn't want the husband to eat the perot. So what did she do? So she wanted to lavriach. Um, lavriach Nixim is to, uh, what's there's a word in, uh, we, we try to hide assets. Or I guess that's the word. Fancy word, hide assets. The point is, I thought there was a more legal term over there when you're trying to defer or shelter assets or something like that. Right. So she wanted to shelter the assets away from her husband. So what did she do? Katvitinu liberata. So she wrote it as a matana to her daughter before she got married. And uh, that's it. In Seba. And now she got married. From a different husband. Her, her daughter. Her daughter. Her daughter from a different husband. Uh, and what happened? And then uh, they got married and they got divorced. Now she wants the asset back because she only gave it to the daughter just to shelter it from the, from the husband. So anyway, it says, So she came back to the Rahman told the Rahman the story. And Abraham, what did he do? He ripped up the star. Basically, he said that the daughter doesn't hold the asset. He only gave it to the daughter. She only gave it to the daughter, not as a matana, really, but only to hold it until, you know, until she can get it back. And therefore, that star that the daughter is holding, that she's the owner of the uh, field, is worthless. So the rabbi tore it up. So the Gibra says, Amar Anan the So the Anan went to Mordogva to relay. What happened in this episode? Amale Hazi Mor Nahman Hakla'a. They refer to as Nahman the Hakla'a, the farmer. Heki Mekarash started the inch. What did he do? He's ripping up Shtarot of the people, but he didn't agree with it. How can he rip up the Shtarot? She, she got it fair and square. It's the girl's uh, uh, piece of karka. So he says, Amale. So Murukva um, says, Emali Izi, tell me. Uh, uh, now, what happened? Tell me the story. What's, what's, what's the case? Give me the facts. So, this is what happened. And uh, he says, You're talking about That star really wasn't a star to give her the asset. He was just doing it to Mavriyah Nechassim from the husband. I am a morehara, I am a, you know, authority that gives uh, halakhic rulings. And therefore, if somebody comes to me and asks me the following question, if a star like this, that's called a star mavrat, comes to my hand, I will rip it up. So therefore, he's right. Nachman was right for ripping it up because uh, the, the, the matana was not given by Lev Shalim, it was only given in order, like we said, to uh, to move it away from the husband. Amar le Ravah Rav Nachman. So Ravah tells uh, Rav Nachman, how could you rely on Shemuel to rip up the star? Tell Amar, my what's the reason why Shemuel said he would rip it up? Delo shavik inish nafsheh v'yahiv lachanini. Ani mili lachanini, aval lebratai yahiva. What's the logic? Maybe Shemuel only said it because you're not going to give an asset to a stranger. Uh, you're just doing it temporarily. But maybe when he gives it to your, you give it to your daughter... 
maybe he means to give it to his daughter. After all, it's his family, so therefore it's our family. So maybe when she gave it to the daughter, she, it's true. Our intention was to to shelter it from the husband. But maybe at the end of the day, it's the daughter. Therefore, keep it. So how do you know from Shimuel that that Rav Nachman was right for ripping up the shtan? So Gemara says, "Does matter? Fidu haki." Rav Nachman answered, "Aba bimkom berata nafsha adifala." Yeah, family is nice, but you come first, and therefore that even when it comes to a daughter, still she has a pres- she has a she 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 has a uh, a priority over the asset, and therefore she didn't give it over to the daughter to keep. Ella, she wants it back. Um. I don't think Biratas uh, is uh, uh, I think it means a child over here. Happened to be the case was was with a daughter. Metive, we have a question on Shemuel from Ebraita. Same story. Guy wants to, or a person wants, a girl wants to be Mavriat Nechasim from a husband. Basically, it's a sham star. It's a sketch star, which basically says, it's like a star, let's say, if I want to show that I'm rich. So how would I show that I'm rich? I tell you, do me a favor. Write a star that uh, uh, that um, uh, you owe me a million dollars. So now I can go, promissory. Now I can show people, look, people owe me money. Go, there's a star over there. It's called a star pasim. It's like a star piusim. Pius meaning, it's a star of appeasement. But it's really not a star. So basically, in, in this case over here, the star piusim would mean, please take the asset, in order that I can get it back at a at a later date, because I'm just trying to hide it from my husband. So they call it the Shtar Pasim, the Shtar Pius. But it's basically another word for Shtar Madrahat. So it says, Write the Shtar Piusim, and that's it. Which means the one who uh, received the Shtar, which means he could hold it. He could hold the Shtar. I got a Shtar. Doesn't have to return. Doesn't have to return it. I got the Shtar. See you later. Until they write stipulation. And they write in the star to the Mikabel the Matana, to the one that's receiving the Matana, Mehayom which means the asset is given to you from today when I want, which means she has to activate it. But unless she activates it, the star will not, the, the, the matana will not, which is if the husband's going to try to take it, so then she'll say, oh, mehayom, and they retract it before the marriage, it belonged to the, to, 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 to the one that she was mavrachatu. But if there was never an issue, then they, they never activated it, and therefore he never owns it. So basically the star havracha only works when there's a stipulation conditional. and conditional. I'm only giving it to you if this, and if not, it belongs to me. So the Gemara says, Ta'ama, the only reason why the Shtar Matana does not work in this case over here, the Katva Lehachi, because she wrote Mehayom, the Kshiritseh, because she made that stipulation that the field will belong to you from, from today when I, when I want. Ha, look at Malachi, but if she didn't write such a thing, Kananu Lokeah, which means it sounds like that, uh, 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 without that stipulation, the Lokeah gets it. Whereas Shemuel said, the locale never gets it. The daughter never gets it. And you don't have to stipulate, which means she always has to return it. Here it sounds like only because they made a stipulation. Let's read that she imratza. Imratza hamekabel hazeh mesahekpa o machzikpa hen olamit. Ashe tekto b'shtar zeh mehayom netunim lecha ulekishayitz erseh. Yesh kan habracha mebaalash. Im baal eskot tomar ani rotza b'matera v'nimsah kayemet l'mafreya. V'im zeh shenechta b'shtar yabol achzik tomar ani rotza. Right, which means... If it's only the kshir itzeh, but if I'm not itzeh, I could undo it. Okay, that's because you made a stipulation. If you don't make a stipulation, it sounds like the lady could always hold the star. But Shmuel said you could always rip it up. So how do you uh, reconcile that? So Amar Bizera Lakasha Ha Bikula Ha Bimiksata, which means that what Shmuel said that you can uh, you have to rip up the star is when he gave her all when she gave her all her assets. And the assumption is nobody's giving away all their assets to their daughter. So therefore, it's assumed that it was only given as a havraha, no condition necessary. Habi miksata, but when it's part of the assets, she might be giving it over. And therefore, unless there's a stipulation, the daughter would be able to keep it. So the Gemara is asking a question, that if the shtar is batel, and the lokeah is basically getting the matana. And um, and the lokeah, which means the, the one that received the matana, the daughter uh, is not connected to the nechasim. How could the shtar matana be mavriat the nechasim? Nikninu baal, which means the husband should get it. Which means 
uh, when whatever they try, she tried to do doesn't help. Exactly, whatever she tried to do to be mavria is not. So whose asset then it belongs to? It belongs to. The, why does it go back to her? How about you go back to the to the husband? Because bottom line, it's his uh, it's his property. So why does it right away all that go back to to her? It should go back to the to the husband. They made these properties like properties that are not known to the Baal. You know, he knows about them, but since she was Mavriya, then they treat them like Nechasim She'enam Yiduim, that the husband does not have rights to those type of properties. They made them. Because he's under the false impression that the gift was a gift. So in his brain, she doesn't have that asset. So at least where he's coming from, he's thinking, she doesn't have any assets. Why? She gave it over, even though there was a shad of here. So the geber, him, we treat it like a star, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a asset that's in her yadua. And the Mishra once said, on assets to the enemy yaduim, she's able to, uh, to, to get rid of it. And why is it enemy? She, he definitely knows there was an asset over there. But again, she sold it before the, the marriage. Before and, he she, the and he knew about the sale. So she doesn't have anything. But isn't, isn't it like matana, really. Matana. But the matana. Is that a sufer to do it? No. Why not? Why is that sufer? Then why don't we just let it stand? Why, why, why do they have this whole function? No. We, 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 want, we, want, we want to get it away from the, from the husband over there. So, temporary, so it works. It works temporarily to... That's right. It works temporarily to get it out of the... When she goes to the marriage, she doesn't have anything. So why, why, I'm saying, so why don't we just let this star stand? It's because she doesn't want to give it to the daughter. She doesn't want to give it to the daughter. She's only giving it to the daughter temporarily in order right. to keep it away from the husband. But the, but the function was... was, 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 was it, it, it functions. It, 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 it functions, it, it functions to make it... it the, 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 the mechanics is... It turns it into a nechis she'enu yadu'a la'ba'al. Which that's what it does. That's what you did. So, but, but, you fooled the Baal. You fooled the Baal. So what, what does she want to do? I don't want to give him perot. Okay, good. So, what, and you're not giving him perot. Good. But, yeah. but you said... But then no, and then... Just, the, 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 just let it write to Havracha. Why, why do... Why She's writing to Havracha. No, no. But why do we have to... Why do we have to... Why do we have to treat it like it's hers that, that he didn't... Just let her give it as a, as a gift. What's, what's, no, why are they ripping up the star? No, no, no. We're saying that if, if, if the Havracha is really a sketch... Yeah. So the husband should get the property. Oh, oh, so, so it's not a sketch. So they're right. Give no, us a, no. So there's a mechanic here. The mechanic is it's a property that's inu yadua labal. And when a property that's inu yadua labal, it is a sketch. But nevertheless, it is a sketch. But it, 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 it works because the husband anyway. doesn't know that it's a sketch. He sees that what before the marriage he knew there was an asset there. He knows he gifted it. She gifted it to the daughter. He's thinking no assets. So therefore, <laughs> now, now what happens after they get married? She comes to the door and says, or whatever, give me, give me, give me that back, and she gets to keep it. Oh, what happened? You didn't know that I had it, and it wasn't a real sale. Right, it wasn't a real sale. You and didn't know I had it. it it's inoyadua, and I get it back. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a trick over here. Let's say, 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 let's no, so then it, it's what, the thing where they, they rip it up or all that other stuff. That's a, that's a different mandamar. That's different. I'm saying there's different shita. Because they're, 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 called, they're, called no, they're ripping it up. They, no, they're ripping it up, meaning it it's, doesn't belong to the daughter. She's coming after the fact and saying, oh, hey, sorry. my mother sorry. gave me a matana. Here's the shtar. And they tell her, jump like they rip it up and give it back to your mother. So they're going to say, why give it back to your mother? Give it back to the husband. If it doesn't belong to the daughter, it should go to the husband because she brought it into the mm-hmm. marriage. I think about saying no. It's a, it's a, it's an asset that's in Oyadua. An asset in Oyadua doesn't go to the husband. But, but didn't we call it a star pasim? Isn't star yeah. pasim bad? Isn't you not allowed to have no, star pasim? Star pasim just means it's it's, it's not a it's not a um, a, 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 a start of transfer. It's a start of temporary uh, uh, shelter, like you're calling it. Temporary, uh, uh, you know, moving it away from the husband. Diverting. And diverting. That's diverting assets. That's the, the word. House? Diverting assets. Isn't this the keep star passim in the house? Can we have that? I mean, I don't know why this bothers me so much, but I just, I, yeah, I feel like you're... Diverting an asset. Hadush is over here. You can divert an asset okay. from the husband. Hadush. Hadush. Right. And according to Shemuel, even without a condition. You don't get it right. If I activate it, if I don't activate it, uh, it's not right. we, all know, we all know what's going on except the husband. <laughs> She knows it's a sketch. The Betty knows it's a sketch. The only one that thinks it's real is the husband. And that's the only thing we care about. That's right. <laughs> right. That's the only one we need to think it's real. And so, as long as he thinks it's real, so therefore, he thinks it's, uh, it, there's, no, there's no assets coming into the marriage. Therefore, it's Enu Yadua. Therefore, it's so much. It's unbelievable.
She doesn't want to impress her husband. If she wanted to impress her husband, she wouldn't do this. <laughs> she opposite. She wants to unimpress her husband. She, she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to bring in the sim. No, she doesn't want to bring the sim into the marriage. Because if she brings the sim into the marriage, husband gets to eat the perot. She doesn't want the husband eating perot. So what does she do before she gets married? It's like a prenup she makes. Before she gets married, she hides all the assets away from the husband. She comes to the marriage. The husband says, "What do you have? Got nothing." What about that field? No, no, I gave it to my daughter. Room. Okay, yeah, the start, yeah, the start over there. Okay. Meanwhile, the husband doesn't know that's the start of Pasim, at the start of Raha. He's saying, oh, man, no assets, no assets. Kapara, I thought she was a rich girl. She's not a rich girl. Okay, I marry her anyway. Beautiful. Now, once they get married, so then uh, she comes to the uh, she comes to the Betin and she tells the uh, Betin, I want my field back. And Betin says, yeah, absolutely right. We, we, we know you didn't give it to your daughter for any other reason, just to get away from your husband. So the Kapara is saying, wait. If that's the case, then it should go to the husband now. Because if it doesn't belong to the daughter, it belongs to the husband. And he says, no, it's, it's like an asset that's in the other one. Okay, I'm going to die. Pasim is like Avraha. Pasim is another word for Avraha. She goes to rip up the, the star after she gets divorced. After the divorce, after the divorce, after the divorce. So at that point, why would the husband get it anyway? Well, the husband, the, retroactively, the husband should have got the perot. Retroactively. Retroactively. Retroactively, make a claim that yeah, maybe because it was her, it was his. Like Basically, you're saying when you gave it to her a year ago when we were married, mm-hmm. it was not a sale. So if it was not a sale, then who's belongs to? She came into the wedding, marriage them with. Or if she dies, he'll inherit. Same it. thing, but let's say in case of divorce, because she got divorced in this case. So she, she, when, she, when she came in, basically, the asset was hers. So if the asset was it's his. He had rights. Well, if you give the pedo retroactively to that year, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. saying no. Right, exactly. That's, that's the way it's said. All right. All right, about Kisafim. Okay, let's say a lady was married. She fell into money, relative, long lost relative, as they say. And she fell into uh, some money. So now the, the husband cannot eat perot for money unless you put it in a savings account and you get the interest. But I didn't have that in those days. So therefore, how do you turn this money? Into a pirot generating uh, uh, property. So, let it go buy a piece of real estate. And the husband gets to eat pirot. Uh, and of course, the kerin, which is the principal, belongs to uh, her. Pirot um, tilushim. Let's say she inherited pirot that are tilushim, pirot that are off the field, uh, plucked fruit already. Now, obviously, there's no pirot on those pirot, they're just gonna spoil. So what do you do? Take the fruit and buy karka with it. Now, perot let's say she got perot that are attached to the ground. So therefore, Amar Rabbi Meir. So Rabbi Meir said that these perot over here that didn't grow, obviously, in the shoot of the Baal, they're considered keren. The perot are considered keren. They didn't grow in his reshut. So they're considered principal, legabe the Baal. So therefore, what do you do in order to get perot from this principle that fell to the uh, fell to the lady, shamin ota. So you calculate or estimate uh, how much the karka is worth. How much it is worth with the fruit that's on it? And how much is the karka worth without the perot? Which is make the difference between the the field with the fruit and the field without the fruit. Umotar and the difference between. Uh, you know the the, the 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 spread between the two calculations over there. Uh, the husband, um, uh, the, the husband will give money corresponding that difference. karka and buy karka, and because that's basically how you're calculating how much the pirot are worth. And therefore, let him buy karka with that uh, uh, money, uh, and then what? Then he gets the pirot from that. Uh, the money that. The difference between the value of the field with perot and the value of the field without. You're trying to figure out how much of the perot is worth. So if it's 100 with and 90 without. So that's 10. So let him go to take 10 and go buy a field for 10 from the husband. The husband will buy a field for 10 because at least he gets to eat perot from that. Because he's buying it from the wife, basically. He's buying, he's buying the asset from the wife, but the wife will keep the 10. The wife will keep the field. Keeps the field and he gets to get the perot. So a, way, a way to get perot uh, uh, in this case over here. inherited... So the perot is like Karen. She owns the land, but the perot is what she, what she inherited. The perot mechubarim. She has the perot mechubarim. So if she has the perot mechubarim. There's no perot on the perot because the perot are considered those perot themselves are considered Karen. She also owns the land. 
Oh, no, I don't know three holes in there. I think so. Because we have to, we have to make this, uh, uh, an assessment. No, yeah, that's just to figure out how much the pirot were worth. So then, so she, she only she she, she, she owns pirot, pirot nobody. A bunch of a- apples and apples in an orchard, exactly. The apples itself. And I, I need and to I, right. So how do I figure out the app? The, the, how much the apples are worth? I figure out by basically saying how much is the field worth with apples. The fields worth without apples, and, and therefore the, the difference is there. And therefore let the husband take that money as if he's buying the asset from the wife kiilu, and therefore he buys a piece of land. That land belongs to the wife, and the, uh, and, the and, 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 and 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 whatever grows from that now, the husband is able to uh, eat it as uh, as pirot. That even though these perot are in the karka, they didn't grow in the reshut of the Baal, they're considered his as perot. Okay. And what's the pshat in that? Like Benny said, because over here, you're going to say that the karka that the perot are on is considered the kirin that belongs to the, uh, that belongs to the wife. And therefore, she has the karka. Put the karka on the side. In the court of the Bimi'i, we're trying to calculate, he looks at the kerin as the pinot itself. So you have to figure that kerin itself. Forget about the, pen, the, the karka. You have to look at the pinot. So he calculates it by making the difference. And then put buy another piece of karka, and that, from that piece of karka, which offsets the pinot, that's how you'll get the, uh, the pinot. But how you say, no, she has karka. That karka is there. It's hers. And then she didn't own the fruits on that, uh, in that field over there. All of a sudden now... The uh, the uh, fruits came to her. So therefore, Hakamim don't look at the fruits as a kerin. They look at the field that she had already is a kerin, and the fruits are... And the husband can eat the fruits. Uh, what does that mean? As perot. He can continue eating from those perot. He doesn't, they don't have to sell the... They're considered perot. Yeah. yeah, the ones that were ta- those are metalte. Those are not that like we said earlier. The ones, that, the ones that, uh, that were tenushin, that you have to uh, sell and uh, do whatever you have to do with those. But uh, but the ones that are attached. It's perot itself. He just eats them. He eats the fruit. The, fr- the fruits are fruits. Yeah, do we, do we and where's the kerin? The, the field that she owned from before. Right. Do we, do the hadush of Rabbi Meir is no. That, that field she owned already. She just didn't own the perot. So when she's getting the perot, that becomes the new kerin. And now you got to turn that kitten into so pirot. You have to say the case is she owned a piece of property. Without pirot. Outright exactly. without pirot. And all of a sudden, someone gifted her the pirot. How's that? Why? What do you have to say? Well, it's the original case. The original case was she had the karka. Her father has a field. There's fruits on the trees. He dies. Now she has a field with fruits on the trees. So how do we view those fruits? Do we use those fruits as part of the field? Or we view those fruits as fruits yeah. and the husband gets them? You can say that case too. Fine. That works. Same thing. Same case. Same case. Same case. Same case. But bottom line, the fruit came down now. And, and would you look at that at that pirot as kerin or as pirot? Read that sheet. If they're completely off, then she inherits. That's for sure. She inherits and then we have the. Then we have the fix for that. Okay, read that sheet over here. Pirot Mohammed Lakarka. Where are we? Yes, Shaminota. Shaminota. The Kasaba, Masha Gadal Birshuto, Havu Pirot, Masha Logadal Birshuto, Havek Pirot. Right, these didn't grow in his Rishut, these Pirot. They were Mehobal Lakarka. She inherited them at this point. So therefore, since they didn't grow, only perot that grow in the husband's reshut are called perot. This actually grew in her reshut. Right, so we just look at the appreciation of the field as a result of the perot that are on the field. That's how you're going to judge the kerin. Rachamim say, So therefore, the kerin is there, and I, the perot didn't grow in his reshut. So what? Don't consider the perot. That's all. Uh, that's all. Subsequent. Okay, now we get to the uh, end of the Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Makom Shiyafe Koho, Bechnisata, Hora Koho, Bitsiata. Makom Shora Koho, Bechnisata, Yafe Koho, Bitsiata. So basically, he's giving you a rule over here that when the husband has, uh, let's say, the advantage on the Ximelog when uh, uh, they get married, so therefore he loses that advantage when uh, they get divorced, and wherever. Uh, the husband has a disadvantage on the next similar going into the marriage. He will have an advantage going out of the marriage. And then Mishnah will explain exactly what we're talking about. First, the Mishnah gives you the cloud. And the Gemara says, Mishnah says, Ketzar. So let's say she brings in Perot. So then uh, they have a status of Shiloh. Shiloh, right? Like according to the Hakamim. 
what do we say? According to Achamim, we said they consider perot. Therefore, you can see them. She has an advantage in this case over here, Bichnisata. Why? Because Achamim say the husband gets to eat the perot uh, himself. However, we see Atas, since they are perot, <laughs> that goes back to the uh, goes back to her at the time of the divorce. So therefore, Shela, and she gets the karka with the perot that are on the uh, that are on the uh, around the field. So therefore, eh, although, although, if you call it perot going in, so therefore there's a disadvantage on the way out on the divorce because she gets the perot back. She gets it back. Oh, the wife. The Why did she get it back? He ate the perot. He had it right the, the perot on the, 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 the tree. On the tree, whatever's there. Oh, the tr- the, the, the fruit's there. The 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 it's part of the land. It's part of the land, and then she gets it back. Continue reading. So the Gemistat says, however, so Tilushim is said, I consider what? Metal Telin. So the Deen is over there. There we said, those are hers. Why? Because she owns the telushim, and the husband only eats the perot from those telushim. However, However, when uh, they get divorced, all those perot that the uh, husband picked before he divorced his wife, they become uh, they become his over there because that's considered nechsemel. Let's read that she over here. Uh, no, next one. Uh, the same thing you say. The bottom line, you just said that. The bottom line, the, the fruits that are on the field uh, that she got when she was married, who, who those fruits belong to? They perot. And they go to the husband. That's Pichnisata. He has the advantage. Exactly. The law is that bottom line, when you get divorced, she gets the field with all the perot that are on it. So it's like you're going both ways. So it's, it's perot when they're married. But once you get divorced, you those perot of the to karka. And therefore, she gets the karka, and she gets the karka, whatever's on the karka. So that's, that's her advantage now, Bitsiata. Perot that were that were So we said what she, he buys land with it, and then he gets to get the fruit for the uh, for that. So that's that's hers uh, when they go into the uh, to the marriage over there. Right. Whatever he took from those fields uh, that, that that he bought with it. They ultimately belong uh, to him because he was uh, the land goes back to him. So the Bimir would be the opposite. Right. The Bimir held, yes, because the Bimir held that uh, the, the, you have to sell the, you have to sell, she, he doesn't get Pirot going in. He doesn't get Pirot to Mechobarim. Right. So that again, this, this last case is what? This last case is talking about. Because the whole she would also keep them. Which keeps it both ways, in, yeah, in, and out. in and out on that. Because, because, it's, on it's, tree. because it's kidding. Right. right. He has to agree that on the way. Right. I'm reading Rashi again. Would we say a perot tilushin? Let them buy karka because they considered keren. So sell the keren and go buy karka. And uh, what happens with that? Then, right. So those those perot basically are his. In, I'm sorry, are, are hers because it turns into karka, and if a karka belongs to. Her. However, on the way out, whatever he ate from that field is his because bottom line is able to eat the perot from those uh, from those fields. Whatever he plucked off that field, okay. Now the Gemara starts with the Mishnah. So, what do we say if, let's say, a lady fell nechasim or money tidushim from the kakam? So, we said, sell the perot, buy karka, and the husband gets to eat perot. So, the Gemara says, Peshita, we have a simple case over here. Let's say Ara Ubate. Oh, we have a machlok between the husband and the uh, exactly. One one of the spouses wants to buy karka, and the other wants to buy a house. So that's a machlok. We agree we have to sell the, the ferot. What do you want to buy? So one wants to buy a piece of real estate, and one wants to buy a house. So the deen is Ara. The field and a house. Field and a house, right? So the Gemara says Ara. You buy the field. Why? Because I guess it's um, more profitable because the field produces uh, fruits and things like that. Houses or whatever, it rent. depreciates maybe. Maybe rent. But the Gemara says, bate uh, and declare. So one wants to buy houses and the other wants to buy uh, what? The palm trees. So the Gemara says, bate. I guess because more, uh, more rent from the, uh, from the Dekalim because I guess these palm trees dry up. So therefore, 
uh, that's a better uh, better investment. Yeah, yitabesh. They dry. Declare and ilane palm trees and the regular trees. So declare. Why? Because I guess they're more, uh, you know, uh, they, the fruit bearing and they stay longer. And ilane and gufne. One wants to buy trees, another wants to buy uh, vineyard. So ilane. Okay, that's the rules. You always go, basically the rule over here is whatever produces better and there's a stronger asset, that's the one, the better return, that's the one you buy between the husband and the wife. It was paid off at Tulushim. So everybody would have to sell it. Now we have between the husband and the wife. The husband gets the paid off. Let's say the husband prefers the bayit versus the ara'ah and he's okay. He still prefer the house. Is the husband no, allowed? That's what they're telling you to do. No, but they're telling you you can't. They're telling you you have to. You have, yeah, the to, husband you have to be okay. I don't care. I'm going to get less pedos. I don't care. Well, she, well she's going to get it back eventually. Right, you have to protect it. Uh, if they get divorced, she gets everything back. Uh, and then they, they, they get less pedos. So therefore, she has a, you have a right to get the best for everybody. Unless they both are mochel. Hmm? They both say we don't care. Okay, you want the cheaper one, but no problem. If they're arguing, she wants the more profitable one. She wants the more profitable one. He can't say, oh, I'm willing to take less perot. Yeah, now you're willing to take, but I'm not willing to take away after we get divorced. Right. So therefore, we have to get the most most you know, profitable seeking uh, asset. Okay, so now the Gemara comes along and says, we, we learned to the Mishnah. Let's say you have the Chassim that have a kerim without perot, which means... Perot uh, tidushim. So when we say perot tidushim, so therefore we said sell the perot. Let me just take that. Sell the perot. Buy 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 a piece of real estate over there. So the gemara is going to go back now with certain type of nechasim. How do you look at them? Perot, you understand? Perot tidushim is clear. You look at it as keren, and therefore, what do you do with a keren? A keren that doesn't produce fruit. So a keren that's a non-producing uh, fruit, you got to turn it into a producing fruit item by buying karka. But what about these items? Aba zardeta. Or Iba, really, it should say. Iba Zadeta, which is basically a, uh, what, a forest. That one has uh, trees. What type of trees? Sorb. Not, 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 not fruit-bearing trees. Upira de Chavre, or a fish pond. So how do you look at that? Amli la Pira. Some say that the wood and the fish are considered perot, and therefore it's considered the Baal. I guess the forest is considered the karka, and the trees are considered the perot. The pond is considered the karka, and the fish is considered the perot. And therefore, the husband just could, you know, eat up the trees and eat up the perot. <clears throat> and the other one says, no, that we look at it as kerin. That is part of the kerin as well. The, the, a pond is a pond with fish, and the forest is a forest with trees. That's all considered kerin. And therefore, uh, what's going to be the uh, the, uh, the 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 perot? And sell it, sell the whole forest, and then buy a uh, a karka and start eating fruit from there. This is not real. Fruit. You separate it exactly. It's not, it's not real fruit. It's something because there's an end to it. The, you finish off the wood. This is it exactly. It's not reproducing. So it's kidding. But the fish right. might reproduce. But yeah. she, says, fi- she says even the dagim kalim. Oh, it's, it's could be because uh, it's, it's a pond. They don't they don't reproduce as fast. Or you, you, or you, you pluck them, them out, exactly. Mm-hmm. You take them all out in one shot. But the point is, how do you look at it? Do you separate? Do you separate kerin and perot, or you consider all kerin? Now, what's the rule over here? Gizo mahlif pira. Right. If the rejuvenates or regenerates itself, so it's perot. Because what's the difference if the tree regenerates itself or it produces fruit? Bottom line, you cut it, it goes back. You cut it, it goes back. So it's perot. And gizo mahlif, which means if it does not, now once you cut the tree down, it's cut down, karna. Then we look at it as kerin, as considered as part of the uh, as part of the part part of the field. The is explaining one shita over the other. We had a machloket on the last time, no? Amila kera. No, the last shita. The shita says karna. The last shita, second shita. So the klal demokaz going on karna. Hundred percent. The shita that just said it's called kerin. Why am I calling it kerin? Because bottom line, my rule is if it doesn't uh, regenerate, it's considered kerin, and if it does regenerate. So these cases he must have understood. They don't, regenerate. they don't regenerate. Not the fish or not the uh, not, not the wood. A lot of names there. Okay, what did he do over here? He stole a uh, a behemah, a vlad behemat milog. Right, pity. Bottom line, the behemah is the kerin. And what's the vlad? The vlad is the perot. So he stole a vlad of behemat midlog. Mishalim tashtum kesef kefel leisha. 
Oh, you pay to the Isha. Now, the Chavra, that means it's kerid. Because if it was considered perot, this, this animal, you'd pay the kefal to the husband. The fact that you're paying it to the, to the wife, we're considering it as if it's considered karka. Now, who's that opinion that holds that the vlad of a behemah is considered kerid? Yabra says, keman, lo kerabanam, velo kehananya. It's not like any opinions that we are uh, aware of. Titania, we have a brighter. Vlad behemat milog labal. Good. If you say it's a behemaz, Vlad, it goes to the husband. I understand why. It's a pity. Vlad shifhat milog. But if it's Vlad of a shifha, so that already is considered laisha. That's going to go to the lady. We'll see exactly the difference why. The Hananya ben Achi Yoshia Amar Asu Vlad shifha milog. Kiflad behemat milog, and both of them belong to the baal. So we have a machloket over here. Are both belonging to the baal, or do we say that uh, we make a haluk between vlad behemat belongs to the baal and vlad shifcha belongs to the isha? These items are perot, but they also produce so it's both. So, so the gemara says. So, so we, we, we have a problem over here because according to everybody, vlad behemat does not go to the isha. Vlad behemat goes to the baal. It's considered a peri. So how, who's it going like? You just quoted a statement that said, Vlag behemat milog mishchalim tashubikim l'isha. Why are you playing tashubikim l'isha? The whole mahlog was by Vlad Shifha, but by Vlad behemat, uh, 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 everybody says it goes to the husband. So what are you talking about over here? Who's the opinion of this uh, statement? Afilu tema devreakol. We can say that what? That Vlad behemat milog goes to the husband. And what? He's not kefil, but he doesn't get the kefil. He might get the actual item, but he's not going to get the double payment. Because when you steal something, you pay kefil. Our discussion is who gets the kefil. So he says, Exactly. The rabbi said the husband gets perot, but they didn't say he gets kefil. And therefore the kefil goes back to the, to the wife. Pira de pira lot That's the fruit of the fruit. Which is your fruit of producing fruit. The kefil is the fruit of the fruit. It's a dividend on the fruit. And therefore, the dividend on the fruit, that goes back to the lady. If the animal has another baby, is that peri de peri also? No, it's, oh, no. The, the perot, the, the keren is the animal. Okay. The, and the babies that are born are like a tree producing fruit. Right. And therefore, it's perot. It's, it's not husband. the same animal. The, and the next generation is also the, the husband's. It's all perot. Any animal that's born from this original keren over here it's belongs to him. He, got, he, got, he gets everything. And as they continue to produce, that's it. All, right, right. all below. The question is now, if there's a careful payment over here. Yeah. Careful they didn't give him. Why? Because that's already, you're making a dividend on the dividend. Right. By the way, who told, who told you that husband gets perot? Let's start with that. The, the, the rabbis. The rabbis established. Not a Torah law. So they came along and said, hey, how much you want to give the guy? We're giving him perot in order to offset something else. But we're not giving him... Uh, What's so the guy stealing? stealing? He's stealing the mother. He's stealing the, the, the baby. He's stealing, He's stealing the, the perot. He's stealing the perot. Oh, so the, the chidush is that, that even the, even that even that 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 even the, 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 the back, right? The husband goes back to the husband, but the kefil goes Be-di. to the wife. So when it says kashu mekefil aisha, it means only the kefil goes the second payment. to the isha, but he right. gets the book. So it's splitting the payment. That's right, and that's what the brachol, because the brachol says vlad bema labal. Over there, they weren't talking about vlad bema labal. They were talking about kefil aisha. Yes, two different things. Vlad goes to the baal, and the kefil goes to the isha. Everybody says shalom. That petty has another animal that should go to the wife because it's a dividend on the dividend. No, but he got it already. It's his. So then why would No, it's his. No, no, no. Once he gets it, it's his. No, no, no. Once he gets the perot, it's his. So then if they steal it. No, no, no. no, no. It becomes his dividend. It's his dividend. It comes in. No, that's different. That's once he gets it. You don't have to start calculating now profits or it's mine. Right. Whatever it's my money. This is why talking about over here where before he got it, a guy stole the petty. Before the husband got it, Guy stole the oh, penny. So therefore, now we're ready. Say, hold it. You, you, you got to pay kefir. So I got to wait. Who would I got? I got to pay the kefir to the husband because I stole his penny, but I got to pay the kefir to the, to the wife because bottom line, they didn't give him pedal to pedal or her pedal to pedal. Nice. Nice. Gibbara says, Bishlama the Hananya. Call it the Hananya that says, what? Vlad Behemamilog and Vlad Shifhamilog goes to the husband. I understand why. Because why? Uh, because we're not Hoshesh that uh, it's gonna, the, 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 the animal's gonna die or the Shifha's gonna die. Because then already, it's already a kitten that's a non fruit producing item. Because if you say it's gonna die, it won't produce. 
Okay. And therefore, it's canon then. Because we said the only time you consider something a fruit item is if it produces. But if it doesn't produce, so it's considered all canon. Right. So therefore, the reason why he considers uh, 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 the, the vlads of a shifha or a vlad of a animal, a perot, because it's not hoshesh that the principal's going to die. And therefore, it's considered as a gizom mahlif. It's a regenerating... If you were hoshesh that the principal's going to die... So, so, so therefore, I would consider it then not gizom mahlif. And if it's not this on machlif, it's, it's, like it's a tree that doesn't reproduce. It's a tree that when you cut it down, it doesn't produce. Uh, 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 and therefore, that, therefore even, if, even if it reduces something, it's not considered a petty. Okay. Question, how do you look at a, a, a living uh, animal or a living... Uh, that could die could die at any time. So do you consider it a... It's, 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 an, it's a definite producer. Mm-hmm. Or do you consider it... No, it's not a definite producer because it could die. Well, he's not hoshesh. Read that she. No, that she. The animal's going to die. Yeah, but we're not, 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 we're uh, if the mother dies, there goes the, the keren. And therefore, when we say that to protect the keren, we'll say what? Everything is keren. Because since the, the mother is not at, at risk, at risk. <laughs> so the whole thing is keren. That's one option to say. To make up for the risk? To, to, to compensate it's that type of, it's the type of kid in that you can lose it. That may not be oh, otherwise, she'll have nothing, exactly. She'll have nothing left. To preserve her kid in, we give her the pedo. Perot, can say the kid in also. Or do you say, no, I'm not hoshesh that you can lose your kid in. And therefore, he says, Ulam hananyan suves she'en hoshishim lemita. Therefore, kid is kid and perot are a perot. The figure of Vladot and perot. Fine. Kemoshi bishar perot, nechse milot. If you hoshesh the mita, so therefore what? Even vlad behemah, he should be hoshesh, and therefore the whole thing should be considered keren. Now the the lochayish. If you're not hoshesh the mita, so then even nixe shifcha vlad shifcha should be considered perot. Why do you split it? Why do you split it? Really? Rabbanan or Hakamim are Hoshesh to Mita. And therefore, the Vlad Shifha were Hoshesh to Mita. Therefore, it's considered Keren. So the question is why the Vlad Behema? Don't you consider it Keren? Vashani Behema, the Ika Ora. Because even if it dies, she still has a Keren in the hide. Exactly. You don't lose the whole keren. There's always something there, even if it dies. So therefore, the keren is there. So if I don't have to compensate to say, oh, the whole thing is keren because she loses jacket, everything. Leather jacket, leather jacket, wear a pair of shoes. So therefore, it's all, it's okay. Can't use a hide. Exactly. Shavah dies. Shavah dies. So then we compensate keilu by saying the whole thing is considered her keren. All these sevarot that work around the way. Calculating all these things over here. Gemara then says, Amar Abuna Barhiya, Amar Shumil Halaka, Kahalanya, that what? That the husband is Zokeh in the Vlad of the uh, Shifha. The Vlad Shifha goes to the husband that we basically consider it as a Peri. Amar Abamar Rahman, Afghadamashwalaka Kahalanya, Mode Hananya, Shi'im Nitkar Shah. Which is after the husband got the veladot of the shifcha, now nidgarsha notenet damim. Interesting. Um, uh, if the wife wants to pay the husband money for the veladot, notaltan mepne shebah bet aviha. Interesting that she has a right to buy those perot of the husband. She can force the sale. Force it. Mm-hmm. Now why? Because of a concept called shvach bet aviha. What is that? So he says, mm-hmm. That's considered a sentimental, sentimental vital asset. Why? Because that's considered the Shvach Betabiyah from a father's estate. Rabbi says, is considered a vital asset. 
and therefore sentimental asset, if you want to call it. And therefore, but you can force a sale to buy those perot back, and the husband can't say, hey, perot, it belongs to me. It's not an apple. She, she can't buy it. apples she back. It's bad, of course. Yeah. Of course, husbands. But she can't buy apples back. And therefore, if she wants to buy it for uh, money. Right, she can't go to Lekohot. No, he can't. It's Log. She can't go to Lekohot. He, he, he can't say uh, Log. Why not? It's a Why well, it says Perot. The blood. The blood is it. Oh, I'm saying. It's, uh, yeah, he's, 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 he's old as well. Because yeah, we had this. He can't go to Lekohot. Too late. We had this We had this in Yabamot regarding the Tzon Barzel. Because it's uh, what he called. We had a neighbor. That's right. But that's it. That's hers. He can't say no. This is my neighbor. Hajj was said. Hajj was said. That's Barzel. Yeah. But she ain't gonna be long. That was Barzel. That was. But over here, it's 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 Uh, Beautiful. Let's say she brought into the marriage a goat uh, with the uh, the milk. I guess the milk is considered the perot. Or a sheep for the shearings. Or a chicken for the betza. Uh, or a palm tree for the uh, perot. So he gets to eat the uh, perot until uh, the tree dries up or the chicken dies, all these things over here. And um, in these cases over here, uh, it's not considered a problem that the keren is going to be totally gone because in all these cases, there's always a remnant. There's always a remnant of these items. Even if they die, the husband or the wife will get something and therefore it's considered... Keren kayemet, and therefore the perot will go to the husband all the way to the. Because what the rule we gave was that if the keren is totally going to be destroyed, then we consider the whole thing keren. But if there'll be a, a, a helic that's remaining, I guess you have to say the chicken also. Feathers. The feathers, okay, the feathers makes a pillow. And then, 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 then the tree, you got the wood. And then, 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 then the, the, uh, the hail, you got the hide. So therefore, there's still different things that you can get. So therefore, it's considered as such. Amar of Nahman, and Nahman does another story. Ayla le gilima. Okay, Gilimaz, what a robe. She brought it in as an exhibit. Pera Havi. I guess wearing it is the Perot. So therefore, he, usage. Usage is considered Perot. Because the Keren is Kayemet. And he gets to wear the uh, Gilima. Mekase be ba'azil adekhalya. And he gets to wear it until it, um, it wears out. And it's not totally worn out because she gets to use the, uh, the, the worn out clothes for, uh, for, 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 what do you call it? For uh, patches and different type of uh, different things. Gemara says, Keman, who's this going like over here that um, as long as you have a little uh, leftover, it's enough. Uh, it's enough. And therefore the, the product is called Perot. So it says, Kihai Tana, the Tanya. Hamelach, that's a uh, salt pool, um, a salt, uh, what, what, what do you call it, a salt? Uh, mine? Mine, exactly. Behol, or um, what is it, uh, sand? Sand pit? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's sand, but then they already, she inherited the sand. It's sand pit, fine. That's considered perot because I guess uh, it uh, keeps on uh, it keeps on reproducing. However, pir shil gofrit. So it's the salt of the salt pit and the sand from the sand. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's a never-ending supply. Right. Dig, 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 keep on digging. It keeps on going. It's never-ending supply. It doesn't necessarily produce, I guess. But it's always there. It's keep on digging. There's more and more and more. It goes all the way to, to China. China. Okay. So pir shil gofrit, but you have a, uh, what, sulfur, uh, sulfur pit? Yeah, something. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's a So these two items over there, Kerim. Why? Because the, it's a limited supply. And therefore, limited supply doesn't be produced. Therefore, you have a uh, um, so therefore you have to sell it, sell it and buy karka. And they're very good rulers. It's basically sell it and get karka and produce uh, get a field. That gofrit and sarif is considered perot. Why? Because I guess bottom line, the land that it's on is always going to be there. And therefore, the stuff that's on the land is the perot. The land's never going anywhere. Even if you, if you even if you deplete the supply, 
the pit is always going to be there, and therefore that's considered kitten, and the item is considered pit. Yeah, let him eat until uh, until uh, he's able to do that over. And that back to back to the story of the gilima. So therefore, when it says in the in the, uh, the thing that the the gilima is considered. Perot, his usage, because even if it gets ruined over there, the remnants are considered something that's going according to the opinion that says um, even a small shiu, like the, the, the land that the sulfur is on, it's considered there, that's considered there ready to turn it into uh, perot. Rabbi Shimon Omer, makom koho. So we said that where the husband's strength is uh, 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 strong, has the advantage in the entry when it comes into the marriage, and where, where, where is that entry strong? When it's perot that are metaltelin. So we said perot that are uh, tilushin, I should say. What do we say? Sell it, and the husband gets to eat perot from the from the field. Uh, those fruit that he gets to eat from the field when the divorce, the lady gets all those fruit because bottom line she gets the field back with the fruit, and that's basically the opinion of hakamim that said, well, what do you do with fruit that are tilushin? You sell it and you buy uh, you buy karka. So it goes a bishamon. I mean, basically is repeating that perot that were. Uh, or, or, or the opposite, the perot that we mechubal the karka at the time of nisuin, that goes to the to the baal. Why? Because the karka is the ladies, and the perot are the. So that, that that's the, that, 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 that's the case of the advantage, right? Where the husband has the advantage when the perot are mechubarim to the karka, those he gets. Mashiach the divorce, she gets those. Kote bishemot. So the chaura, but that that's the opinion of Tanakama also, because Tanakama says perot mechubarim. Uh, uh, the husband gets. So therefore, what, 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 what is he saying? What is he different? since they grew in the husband's reshut, they're considered perot. And therefore, he gets to keep them. Even though, even though, even though it's still attached. Even though it's attached. So he keeps them going in and going out. Because they grew in his reshut. No, they're part of the karka. Part of the karka. She gets the karka. She gets whatever's on the karka. So there'll be enough kamina, as was said, on the way out. Not on the way in. Okay.